What's up, everyone, and welcome to Staying Empowered Podcast. I'm your host, Junior. Hope everyone is having a great day. I'm excited for this episode for the guest that uh, we have on with us today. He is someone I consider a friend, a brother, um, someone who I grew up with. Um, His name is Gilbert Laurent. He is a personal injury attorney right here in South Florida. And today we'll be having a conversation about the importance of mentorship in our community, um, in our neighborhoods. A lot of times when we hear mentorship, uh, we think of professional settings or just in schools. But today we're going to dive in a little deeper and talk about how mentorship in our community, certain individuals who played that mentor role to help guide us um, to where we are today. So without further ado, let's jump right on in. What's good, my brother Gilbert, man, is is just such a pleasure to finally have you on the podcast. Um, you know, I gave it a little intro. Is there anything else you want to just chime in for the listeners to share about yourself? Um, definitely. Um, I'm also, I think you said I'm an attorney. I'm your brother. Um, also, uh, older brother, two little sisters, a son, cousin, uncle, uh, advocate, uh, community member, uh, a double rattler, go, go fam you. Um, um, and you know, everything else, a 30 year old, uh, young Haitian man could be in the United States right now. That's what's up. That's what's up. And, and again, like I said, it's a, it's a pleasure. Um, honored man to, to have you on the podcast and just, you know, for us to chop it up about just, you know, your life and how, um, mentorship has, um, just been, been a huge influence in your life, you know? Definitely. Um, I did tell uh, Mr. McKendy that I was going to pop a bottle of champagne and make this my make this interview my own. So that's what's up, man. Got to so, you know, celebrate. I have, a, I have a good time, man. It's a good good moment to be here. Awesome, awesome. So just just to start off, I always like to, you know, ask the first question. It's kind of like a check-in, you know, brother to brother. Um, just, just how's everything going, man? How, how have you been? We're in March right now, 2021. Um, what is it? Month number three. So just, just how's everything going with you, man? Um, you know, I'm getting ready to turn 31, uh, next week, Wednesday. Uh, so I would say prior, prior to getting there, uh, you know, uh, it's very exciting. You know, I think I'm in a, I learned so much leading up to, leading up to this point, um, Businesses picking up. I'm finally seeing, uh, starting to reap the benefits from, um, you know, three or four years, four years of, uh, you know, of working um, consistently every day, day in and day out. You know, I'm not really taking a vacation. I'm starting to finally see all that and, you know, just getting ready to, you know, experience, you know, the other parts that life has to bring to it as well, you know, whatever that may be. Awesome, man. Yeah. It's, um, you said a key word just to me, um, that stood out was, um, just being consistent, man. I know, um, for myself, you know, month number three, um, being consistent is something that I definitely, um, been, been practicing on. Um, a couple of times I slipped, but you know, we're human, we're not perfect, but, um, I definitely, um, uh, keep that at the, um, at, at the front end of everything that I do. And try to just to continue to push. I feel like month number three, I'm, I'm doing good. Um, I'm breathing. Um, 
uh, I'm just grateful um, with just so much um, gratitude and just love and just really looking just to continue to empower on people, man. You know, just to throw a little disclaimer also, you know, um, we're strictly here just to inspire and elevate um, our community. Um, we hope that you take this in, take these gems, just, just take our, our life experiences as we're here to share and, and to empower one another. So, um, yo, so thanks, thanks for ch- checking in and sharing that um, for our listeners, my man. So I'm going to jump right on in. You know, we, we're talking about mentorship, right? Just the importance of mentorship mm-hmm. in our community, um, in our neighborhoods. And um, there, there's a quote, because um, um, I pulled this out because I know you're a huge um, Nipsey Hussle fan. And Nip- Nipsey Hussle, you know, rest in peace to him. He definitely... Um, really served that role as a mentor to many mm-hmm. and there was an interview i watched from him recently and he was sharing how um his mentors um was a huge influence to him and one of his mentors um was rick ross and rick ross said to him um you measure your success by how many people you bless um you measure your success by how many people you bless what what does that mean to you like that, that quote that Rick Ross has, you know, basically shared Nipsey Hussle. Um, well, you know, I think you could take it two different, a couple of different ways. Um, I think, uh, you know, the word when I think of Rick Ross, or when people think of Rick Ross, you hear boss, and then you know, there's a particular rap line. If he's like, a boss is gonna make sure everyone is gonna eat, you know. So that could be one way, and then the other way is. I would personally take it as if I'm gone tomorrow, I die tomorrow, um, did people find value with me and their interactions? You know, that's I'm blessed. So sometimes it could be a word I give somebody or, you know, they come to me for counsel or something that they're going through. It could be maybe financial help or if it's neither, it could just be, um, excuse me, you know, just spending some time. Like I'm thinking about my nephew. And my niece, um, I may give them some experiences that I know I didn't get as a, uh, you know, when I was their age. And, I, you know, I blessed them that way, you know. So it could be, it could come, to a, you know, a different number of ways. But that's how I see it, like making sure that if I'm gone tomorrow, this person can say, hey, you know, I had a positive and give her left something with me. You know, what I mean? so I guess I could say that. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, just really looking at, you know, how just measuring our success right in life and just it, it puts it in that perspective of like giving right mm-hmm. um yeah we re, we when we obtain success we're receiving right yeah um yeah. but just um that cycle of being able to um to bless people um, yeah i think you were with back. me when i did the the backpack i think my first year out i did the you helped me organize uh with uh Rohan, yeah. yeah, we did the backpack drive. Yes, um, yes. I've given away some computers, uh, sneakers, um, and a host of other things. I can't name everything, um, but you know, definitely giving back. You know, uh, I do believe in that blessing other people. Yeah, um, yeah. So I wanted to share that. Um, thought we should open up with that. Is just a, a powerful quote by um, by Rick Ross, who. Um, um, we, we we were able to see Nipsey Hussle take that in and just to be able to to live his life by giving, you know, and that's mm-hmm. something that, you know, as we talk about mentorship 
in our community, man, just how just how important it is, man, just um, giving back. And it doesn't have to be something tangible, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just an amazing feeling and um, just to be able to be in that role of um, mentorship. Mm-hmm. So just a segue, how has mentorship influenced your life and, you know, professionally, personally? Um, share your story, man. So to answer your first question, how has mentorship influenced my life? I would say um, if I didn't have any mentors, I, I arrogantly I would like to say, you know, I believe in myself so much um, through the grace of God that I will still end up where I set my mind to, mm. where I set my mind that I'm going to get to, regardless if I have someone there to help me or not. But um, I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for, you know, mentorship. Like, especially, you know, my very first two mentors, my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, you know, without them and them instilling some lessons into me, you know, my dad um, being uh, strong-willed, um, you know, determined, uh, focused, and just, you know, serious. And then my mom, on the other hand, also very hardworking, um, but caring and tender, you know, and so, you know, with them, they both teach me, taught me, you know, different aspects. You know, my dad more so how to be, you know, a man and what comes in and comes with being a man providing and my mom more so, you know, mentoring me how to be a good husband or, you know, how to probably be in tune with being a little bit more softer and not so rough around the edge. So, you know, my very first two. Uh, mentors, and I would say, not to be too long-winded, as I ventured outside, um, if you're from Southeast Third Avenue, Derry Beach, or Southeast Second, uh, or anywhere from that neighborhood, um, if you're really from there, then you also, um, I'd probably say someone that was like a big influence on me, you know, outside of my house, you know, minus my immediate family, my uncles or whatever, it was events, like, um, mm. That yeah. was a person that, um, you know, outside my family told me that I could be somebody or I was going to be someone and that, you know, he saw more in me than I saw in myself. So that was like my like my first, very first interactions with, um, you know, having some mentors and, you know, seeing the value of those type of relationships, you know, as I, um, you know, at this point. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm glad that you you mentioned that. Um. Um, when you mentioned that um, someone outside of your family, you know, because um, I, I always say mentorship starts, you know, on a foundational level, it starts from the home. Mm-hmm. But um, um, what about outside? You know, and you mentioned um, somebody um, who who I'm very familiar with, who I consider, you know, a mentor as well growing up, um, as you said, events. And he's definitely somebody um, who who is from our neighborhood where we grew up in and he was cutting hair. He was a barber. And I just remember those times, man, just, you know, going to get a haircut and just the, the, the little gems, the little things, you know, cause he, he's definitely somebody who is much older than us. Yeah, um, yeah. somebody, you know, um, that many people I would say, you know, kind of, he kind of looked up to, you know, on certain things that, you know, how he was moving in life, someone as a leader and someone who I would say was the, um, entrepreneur, you know, cutting yeah, he hair. Was he actually yeah. was? If we get, if we if we are going by the book definition of entrepreneur, he was an entrepreneur. Definitely, yeah, exactly. He was. He was doing his thing. And just to just to be able to 
sit in his chair, man, or just hanging out. Yeah, um, those Saturday nights, Friday nights, Saturday nights, Sunday nights. Um, uh, those that was the place to be. You know, um, definitely. I remember so many stories uh, that he would share with us. Slap boxing. Uh, let me drink my first bottle of lick. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he let me drive my first. He let me drive uh, his car to the corner store. Mm-hmm. All those little things was like building like character. Like some of the things like holding me accountable for certain things. Exactly. Um, and you know that was like a sort of like a training that I was going through. You know on how to you know remain solid. And you know we still keep that relationship up until now. Like uh, sometimes you know prior. Uh, to me going through something, if I could kind of foresee something that's about to happen, or if you know I'm feeling funny about the way someone is moving, you know I reach out to him and you know I'm like, hey, what you think? So I could just kind of see into peer into the future a little bit. I do that with my dad as well because he is still my one of my mentors. Uh, but you know, the age different and you know society's a little bit different from where he grew up in. So, you know, I still try to tap in, you know, and still get that exactly. mentorship from him still to this day. Actually. Exactly. And and for us, I, I like to sh- share this, too, with with our community. I think sometimes um, we don't name it. You know, we, we look at it as like, oh, yeah, we, j- we just friends, right? We're just cool. Yeah. Somebody I look up to. But um, putting that name as mentorship, because that's, that's exactly what it was, man. Yeah, that's exactly it what it was. That's definitely. exactly what it is. And like I said, you know, he definitely was one. Um, there's numerous other, um, like, um, people I could think of, man, from, from our neighborhood, man, that definitely served that role as mentorship, you know, um, just building that character, looking out for us, um, yeah. just, just sharing, like, just sharing knowledge, man, sharing their experiences, um, yeah, yeah. to, to kind of guide us as, we, as they saw something in us, right? Yeah. They saw something in us and they wanted to make sure, you know, hey, giving us advice, like, hey, you know, I'm experienced, um, whether I'm experiencing this or not, yeah. but just giving us insight, giving yeah. us um, just knowledge on, on how to move, which, you know, till this day, um, we, we carry those things. And mm-hmm. um, I, was, I was saying earlier, like how we look at mentorship sometimes as I'm um, in a professional setting or in school, but... Um, those mentors in your neighborhoods, in your community, like that, they're vital, man. Like I could think of just my basketball coaches, man, um, different um, community police officers, man, for, for myself. Right. Yeah. And um, from just just my dad. Right. You, mm-hmm. If we talk about from the household yeah. and just just the community, like I like I, I'm so I'm so excited to be from the city of Delray mm-hmm. and um, also being uh, from, you know, Second Avenue. Right. Because. That community right there that we have, man, is um, definitely has established um, myself and um, gave me a foundation that that I'll forever carry um, yeah. from from those individuals that I learned a lot of lessons from. Absolutely. So I, I definitely, you know, was excited for us to do this episode to really um, um, to honor because um, some of them have have been gone, mm-hmm. um, and also just to honor those that are still here. Yeah. Um, and because I feel like mm-hmm. all has a responsibility, it may not seem like um, um, not being mentors. I, I'm not a role model, but at the end of the day, man, we 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 serve that role. Yeah, we, we yeah. serve that role, especially in our community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you just to dive in a little bit deeper, man. Like I know how you mentioned events, um, but just dive in a little deeper as far as just how, like, where you at today? How has 
how has mentorship shaped you? How 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 has it opened doors for you? Um, so if you could share so, a little bit. So I was a, a little little uh, hesitant, um, uh, uh, or I pondered on this a little bit um, because you know if you're from the city, then you just know, right? You there's certain things that I don't really have to go into great detail about, but um, you know my story is just a little bit more interesting, you know, so. Uh, I'm not going to claim myself to be the biggest street guy out there. I'm an attorney. Um, but, you know, I do have somewhat of a street element. I was born there. Uh, I might not have been involved in certain things that everyone else was involved in or some people involved, but I was still, I still have that element with me. And if you're from the city, then, you know, we have uh, rival cities. And, you know, one thing it was very interesting for me to do is, um, and for me to kind of juggle that and, you know, remain genuine with him and, you know, pick up as much game that he was willing to give me because, you know, growing up in Derry Beach, there you don't have, oh, at least I never seen it. I didn't have access to um, uh, an attorney that looked like me um, that could tell me, Gilbert, do this. Gilbert, this is what you should do. Gilbert, do that. So, um I know I said, you know, events, I would say events gave me, you know, of course, you know, honor to my parents, my uncle, but my outside influence events was someone that uh, taught me to try to remain solid as possible, you know, to, you know, in what I'm doing. And then Skinner, mm-hmm. on the other hand, when I was trying to figure out, uh, not when I was trying to figure out, when I decided that I was... Uh, what I was going to do. That was someone I reached out to and, uh, you know, he's never hidden any game from me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he put me, like, while I was in law school, I was getting um, exposure to different things like uh, that I haven't seen anybody else. Like, he took me mm-hmm. out to lunches with him and I saw him interact with people that he could potentially do business with. Um, he's let me send in on meetings, on phone calls, um, he even let me get my first interaction with personal injury. Like I remember, I was answering phones from him at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I started off from from scratch. You know, like from the bottom, answering phones. Is this a good lead? Yes. This is not a good lead. No. Take a message. Email it to me. You know, once 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 uh, and we'll figure out what's going on with that potential client or whatever. Um, so, mentorship has opened a lot of doors for me that I necessarily wouldn't have been able to, or it would have took me a lot longer to get past that or, you know, to get to certain points had it not been for those, uh, for those people. Um, yeah. yeah that's, that's powerful, man. Um, I'm just thinking like how, um, you know, we, we've had this conversation before, um, I, I share with you, um, on the importance of exposure, mm-hmm. um, and having mentors, right. Um, because of their experience, um, there's a saying that says, um, lack of exposure could limit you yeah and being in position and having people who were exp- who who are at a point in their life that you haven't gotten there yet mm-hmm. and to be able to, to have a person invite you at their table to yeah. to experience that to get that knowledge to get that wisdom absolutely um, it, it expanded your exposure it, and so I think that's also important too and it you know it just goes back to kind of seeing you you know, you get to really, as 
you know, you go through your process or whatever, and you look back at the people that's been influential for you. Um, you, once you get to a certain point and you're like, okay, I can look back from a different perspective. You could actually see like, Hey, this person really, you know, push, not push me or, you know, they really accelerated the process by allowing me to be around or, you know, being, you know, involved in certain things that I might not necessarily might have gotten from someone outside of my community. So, you know, definitely, I would say mentorship is is something that has really shaped me from, uh, you know, to who I am. Like, back to my dad, like, uh, I'm a junior, so carrying his name, you know, like, he made sure, like, I didn't, uh, you know, I lived up to that name, you know what I'm trying to say? Having someone to, like, hey, I want to be like my dad in certain instances, and then, you know, being able to call and pick his brain when I'm going through stuff, you know, that's definitely, man, you know, passing things down and, yeah, mentorship has definitely got me. I would not be where I'm at where I'm at without it. Exactly, man. And um, um, something just to add, also, like I've 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 said this to myself, and you know, share with others, like um, like just uh, looking at through a, a lens, like a rites of passage, right? Mm-hmm. Of a rites of passage for men, a rites of passage for boys. Like, um, if there's a pillar that should be in that is definitely mentorship, um, especially in our community. Yeah. Um, especially in our community to just have that rites of passage as you're going through as a, as a teenager um, and becoming a man, like mentorship for us, it, it's it's vital, man. It's needed. Um, and it, like I was saying, it doesn't have to be um, someone, it doesn't have to be someone, you know, that you work with, um, um, which is, it's important, you know, it's definitely important for oh, that. Man. You want to uh, add something to that? You yeah, yeah. That's, uh, 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 also too, um, like I remember my first internship, uh, that was my first time wearing like a suit outside of church. Uh, mm. and, um, you know, I wasn't too familiar. I remember I was walking around the state Capitol, uh, with my tag still on my sleeve mm. and, uh, Someone had to pull me to the side and was like, hey, Gil, um, you know, you can't keep your tag on. And I didn't know. I thought the tag was like just like a part of the suit. I didn't know you you were supposed to rip it off. So, like, even little small things like that, like, just I wouldn't, you know, you may have a mentor for a short amount of time. It could be just for one quick lesson. I wouldn't probably mm-hmm. even call him a mentor at that point. But, you know, you got someone to teach you something very quickly uh, uh-huh. and you got to pick it up and, you know, move forward. But. Definitely, man. And um want to segue to this um, segment where, um, you know, sticking, you know, we're still talking with mentors- mentorship, right? Um, you shared something earlier um, of having, you know, working on becoming an attorney and the importance, the importance of seeing somebody who looks like you. You know, you're trying to become an attorney and to see an attorney that you know, it's like, yo, this person's from, from the same place I'm from. We have yeah. the same experiences, um, how important that is. And um, there's, I, I kind of look at it as just the different levels of mentorship, right? And um, I came across this um, actually from another podcast I was watching. And the gentleman was sharing how uh, just the, there's three levels of mentorship, the different levels. And um, he stated, you know, you know, number one is who inspires you, you know, looking at somebody who's older, 
um, that inspires you that you, you know, look up to, like how you shared, like mm-hmm. how we shared, you know, events um, was one in your life growing up, you know, mm-hmm. from your from your parents and just different individuals from from our neighborhood um, that, that play that world um, role. Right. As someone who inspired like, man, mm-hmm. I, I look up to this person like, man, I want to I want to be like, you know, we yeah. say I want to be like them. They're cool. This and that, you know, they really inspire us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to touch on. Um, this was the second one the guy mentioned, um, peer mentorship. Hmm. Um, um, I, I was just talking to a Smack about that uh, b- before I got here. Um, peer-to-peer mentorship has probably been like the most important thing for me. Mm-hmm. I, that's probably next to having, um, you know, a mentor that's older. Uh, oh, man, I've got to give this guy a shout-out, uh, Dr. Guzman. Um very uh mm. when i got to famu the main campus you know he opened up my mind to scholarship like mm. so you know that's where i always had a love for reading but i didn't know about i didn't wasn't really a critical thinker or, or things like doing research things of that nature like that's a like you have a mentor for so many different things you can have an educational mentor you can have a mentor for swag Thanks. or money making whatever it is that you want to find someone that, you know, you like what they're doing and you want to somewhat emulate it. You can't be that person, but you know, you could pick up some things and then like add it to what you're trying to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but peer to peer mentorship has been extremely important. Like, uh, sometimes in my mornings, like there's some days where, um, I'm not having such a good day and, you know, I can't really work. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm struggling to go through the motions and, you know, I'll just spend a couple hours riding around the city with WAP. Um, mm-hmm. and not necessarily that, like, he's, he's a bit older than me, but, you know, I get to pick his brain and, you know, just help, help me think through some of the things that I'm going through, you know, at that exactly. moment. Exactly. Um, uh, you, uh, I know mm-hmm. we talk a lot, um, some of my friends from law school, uh, man, uh, three great guys or four great guys, man, my friend Eric, uh, Monica, uh, Jason Holloway, um, and uh, Wesley Taylor, like those guys, I developed like a good friendship. Uh, my friend David and Gary, Will, you know, so many people. Uh, um, Lo, that's another person. Um, they like, like, having those people like to talk to, like when I'm going through something like, and holding me accountable, Sam, you know, just holding me accountable for, uh, for things that I, you know, I may not be doing as well. And they're like, you know, I kind of feel like sometimes, uh, because they know what type of position I'm in and they kind of look at themselves and see like, okay, if I was in position, I wouldn't be doing this. And they'll be like, Hey girl, you need time out. You know, don't, you can't be moving that way yeah. or I don't want to see you in this place anymore. Yeah. I want you to be doing uh, this. Accountability. Or, yeah. You know, holding me accountable for where I'm at or, you know, just if I just need to escape for a little bit and just, like I said, you know, just talk and work through some issues and see like what's the best solution. Like, I think that is something that one of my biggest tools that I have is just having my peers, you know, look out for me. And, you know, I have like a little mini community for myself where, you know, if I, if I need something, I know I have, you know, my peers there, exactly. even my sister too. My sister is someone, um, you know, 
definitely I can go to for that peer-to-peer mentorship. Uh, and I, um, I definitely agree with you, man. And I, I think I, I wanted to mention that, right? Because I feel like it's something that that that, that is also, you know, is doesn't have a name to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, formal settings, yeah. You know, we hear peer-to-peer mentorship, but um, like you said, like in your neighborhood, like your friends, like we know our circle. Like I know my circle of friends, like a peer-to-peer, like uh, we don't name it as mentorship, but it, it's man- it mentorship, is, right? It is, it is. And it is. I've been... Um, I, I would say I've been fortunate and blessed to um, be in certain positions where I've had many mentors mm-hmm. growing up. So where I, I naturally gravitate to um, just wanting to not even saying wanting to be a mentor, but, you know, it just falls in that in that realm, if that makes sense. Right. Just being able to um, want to give back, you know, yeah. with, with my friends, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, in our neighborhood, like we're we're peers like. Where we may not be the same age, but we're within that that, yeah. that gap of that peer, and we all look up to each other. We all have information to share. We all have um, different experiences, and uh, we look out for each other. Um, and that's something that I I definitely value from from where we from where where we are from. You know, from our community, and there's there's so many peers that. Um, that are grinding, man. Like, and that's the other thing I like to add with that, with the peer to peer mentorship is just seeing, um, your peers pushing, uh, excelling and that motivation, mm-hmm. um, from them and how it keeps you to like, yo, um, I, it, they motivate me to continue to push as well. And just how vital that is, or just, um, sharing information, man, like sharing like books, like yeah, yeah. Uh, different experiences, different stages in our lives. Um, that one of our peers may have experience and the ability to just be able to share information like, hey, man, I think you should check out this book. There's been numerous times we've had conversations about, um, hey, man, check this book out. Um, I have um, a couple other friends, man, like, you know, that we, we share, we have these conversations, right? And mm-hmm. just how important it is. And um, like I, if there's anything that I want all the, that I want the listeners to get from this, um, from your story, um, from the message that we're we're talking about is just man the importance of mentorship the importance of peer mentorship man <laughs> yeah it's so important because we look at it as okay um, the first one what right who inspires you like someone who's older right we look yeah. at oh a mentor is someone who's older yeah the uh, professor or mm-hmm. um, someone who's a director in a certain position like that's yeah. my mentor if I'm part of a fraternity or mm-hmm. something you know someone who's much older but um, peer-to-peer is just as important. Yeah, absolutely. It's just as important. Big Mike, Sonny, like we talked, those are my, those are, that was like my crew um, from like middle school all the way up to high school. Um, like those two guys, that's another two group of, another two uh, two individuals like really like uh, played a big role in my life too. Like, exactly, man. Yeah. yeah, shout out to those guys, man. And uh, what's interesting that, that I said why why I love the community we're from is how we're tight niche. We all still we yeah. still keep keeping contact with yeah, each other. Yeah, I, right? I don't know if there's uh, a. I think there probably is uh, out there that's another neighborhood like that, but we're not related to each other. And you know, it's like a big. It's like we got like our own fraternity. You know, exactly, man. Yeah, our own personal fraternity. Yeah, so so definitely want to shout out to to all those boys, man. To all the fellas, man. Um, just shout out to them, man. Just continue pushing, like. Uh, I know y'all probably listening to this right now. 
And y'all probably gonna be like saying, y'all say my nickname, be like, look at J Bo, right? Yeah, J Bo, um, man. But um, yeah, man, just really wanna shout out everybody, man, from the neighborhood, man. Just um continue doing what you guys are doing, you know. Um, you guys are definitely uh an influence and like as we talk about that peer to peer mentorship, man, there's there's nothing like it, man. It's a it's a great thing. And um just to touch on the last one is um um part of that level of mentorship is bringing up to inspire. So bringing someone, bringing up to inspire. So basically someone who's younger, right? Um, something that, that gets me at times is where people say, well, I'm not a role model. I, I'm not a mentor, but whether you are, whether you want to be or not, someone is looking up to you regardless. There's somebody looking up to you, whether it's in your household or just, um, Someone that just sees the way you move and they, they like the things you do and just how important that is to watch how you're moving, right? Yeah, and I guess uh, I could kind of uh, I could kind of go back and fill in a little bit more on my story because I think that's something I, I didn't really get. But to bring in, I don't also I don't necessarily always get people younger than me, but I may get people at different stages in what they're trying to accomplish. So. Mm. Um, like for for some people, they might hit me up and say, "Hey, what did you take? What does it take to get to law school? How, what do I got to do?" Mm. Um, and you know, I'll just go briefly. For me, I was not even thinking about becoming an attorney. Um, I was my first thing was to become a teacher, and then my dad was like, "No, you're not gonna <laughs> become a teacher for whatever reason." Yeah. He was like, "No." Um, then uh, you know, I was just trying to figure out what majors make the most amount of money and I was like okay pharmacy is the one or the medical mm -hmm. field is one and I was like okay I'm gonna go after that um and then at that point in time I did know Skinner Skinner was uh I, I hadn't even thought about going to college at that point in time like it was our senior year in high school and I remember principal's name her name was Miss Rosenswag and she we had a group of three uh, it was me and then three of my friends from Boynton, uh, Jeff, Batman, and my friend Mike. Um, she said this, and she was like, one in three of you guys will not graduate high school, right? And then mm -hmm. she looked right at us when she said that. And then we all had made a pact um, to um, that we were all going to graduate no matter what. And we did. But at that point in time, I had no clue. I, have not, I didn't think about having a major if you ask some of my classmates, they probably wouldn't even have thought I was going to graduate from high school. Not that I was done, but I just wasn't focused or, you know, really applying myself. So fast forward, um, graduate, I decide I'm going to go to uh, go to pharmacy school. I do my get my AA, uh, go to FAM, and then I'm going through those science classes and I see it's not for me. Mm -hmm. And and I'm like, man, I want to switch. And I call Skinner back, and I'm like, man, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to become an attorney. I, I I don't care. And, you know, at that point in time, everyone's thinking, oh, you're going to switch. You should stick what you want to do. Don't don't switch. Oh, I don't think you're going to be successful. You know, all those different things that I'm hearing. But I, you know, believed in myself so much that uh, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be successful, successful no matter what, and I'm going to switch, switch mm -hmm. my major. So I stopped being a biology major. Became well, I got my minor in bio, got my major in uh, poli sci, um, and then man, I took the LSAT. That's the interest test to get into mm -hmm. law school, and I bombed that thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the lowest score possible that you could get. That's what I got, uh -huh. and I remember 
she ended up being my study group member later on in school. But we walking out, uh, we walking out the testing center, and I'm crying because I knew I failed that thing. Um, and she was like, "It's gonna be okay." Blah blah blah. blah. Um, I ended up taking the test again. Uh, I earned a scholarship, and then you know I got in. So, um, you know, I get a lot of people that hit me up for how what was that process like? You know, studying figuring out what you need to do. Like, what did you do to score higher the second time uh, than you did the, from the first time? So I get people to hit me up. But then I also get people to hit me up. When you're in law school, what do you do? Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what, you know, what do you study? How do you study? How do you pass this class? It's like the blueprint. Yeah. And then the next step is when you're trying to take the floor to bar, that's the test that people, there's a lot of people that do pass the first time. And then there's a lot of people that, don't pass the first time. Um, I was one of those persons that had to take it twice. Mm. Um, and a humble and experience. And I get people to hit me up and ask me, what do you have to do to pass this thing? I can't get past it. And so I mentor people um, through that stage as well. Um, gotcha. And then as a business owner now, um, I get people to hit me up and say, hey, what do you, what is it? What do you have to do? How did you get started? So, you know, depending on, uh, and even if they're not hitting me up to be attorney, they could just probably say, you know, what level of dedication that you saw. It just depends, like, on, uh, you know, on the particular individual, on what and what and where they are in their personal journey. So, you know, I get people through all different various stages. Um, exactly. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, there's, there's two things, man. That, like I said, that's a story, man. That's definitely a story to tell. Um, there's two things that I want to, you know, mention that you said um, One, you mentioned that um, it was a teacher, right, that said that, you know, you guys would not make it. Oh, right? uh, the, uh, my, our principal. Our uh, principal. Yeah. And um, that how how important it is, man, like how as as you're moving through life. Right. How important it is that at times some people um, are going to say some things that really going to, you know, cut you right yeah man cut you deep so. oh man you're gonna you gotta be able to survive those blows you gotta be you gotta believe in yourself more than what anybody else could possibly believe in you because not everyone is gonna see your vision like some of my they love me and i know they're doing i love them too but some of my closest people have been Oh, you know, I've gotten doubt from some of my people that I could not even imagine that it would come from, you know. And if I were to let those things or those words uh, impact me, I wouldn't be here. So, you know, you got to be you got to believe in yourself more. Um, I think I was sharing a story with you the other day. Uh, It's probably when I was buying one of my first suits to go to law school or maybe it was a little bit before that. Um, I walked into the suit store and I told the guy, hey, I'm going to become an attorney. And he turned back around and said, you're not that lucky. You know, <laughs> who, who, who is he to tell me that? What makes him the, the, the decider of how lucky I am to become whatever I aspire to be? So I think that's something big for anybody, whatever you're trying to accomplish. Like, there's, you got to believe in yourself more. You got to believe in your vision. There's been a lot of nights where, um, you know, I, I just don't know. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I still keep going because I have the faith, but, you know, you just don't know. Um, and, you know, 
I would say the best investment I ever made in my life or best chance I ever took out of my life was on me. Quitting pharmacy and saying I'm going to go somewhere else against everyone else's advice. Um, Becoming an attorney against everyone else's advice. Um, Opened up my own firm. When I was quitting my firm, my boss looked at me and said, you're going to need me. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I don't need them. Uh, um, you know, just just being resilient, man. Believing in yourself, and then knowing that, you know, through prayer, and then you know, put your work in. It's gonna come, you know. Facts, man. Resilience, right, man? Yeah. And then you just you also hit on just um, the importance of failure, man. Right? Oh um, man. You know how like how it's needed in life, man. Like failure, you know, is something that we need. We learn from it, right? And it builds us. Um, and just you sharing that how, you know, you didn't pass oh, you know, yeah, the I, first I, time, right? I, I mean, yeah. for whatever reason, that stuff does not come easy to me. Like, mm-hmm. it, just doesn't, it doesn't. Like, I got to go through, sometimes I have to go through stuff one or two times. That doesn't mean I'm any less intelligent, but, you know, just I got to work for it. You know, I got to whatever. Nothing doesn't come easy to me. I haven't had it like that. You know, some people may look and say, oh, this guy has it so easy. His parents have everything. But, you know, the, uh, you know, some people have been, uh, well, you know, I've been blessed to be around some people that saw me going through my process and, you know, they were there to help a helping hand. But, you know, man, um, you know, en route to getting to where I'm at in year four of being a personal injury attorney, um, you know, I hustled for it. You know, one of the things that I, I um, wanted to really, and, and you know, for even though I didn't have to, um, and it's not necessary to do that, like I had to make like an own print for myself, like mm. away from my parents. Got you, and, got you. And like earn my own respect. Like I wouldn't be here without my dad, but what I'm doing right now, my mom and my dad and everyone else, not only them, all my friends, uh, uh, and especially the ladies and my, my women in my life too. Um, uh, my sisters, shout out to Candace, shout out to Lo, Kay, uh, um, you know, all the Camille for giving me a chance to come into law school, mm-hmm. uh, Sherry for being like a, a peer-to-peer mentorship. Like, like I was, I didn't have all the tools that I needed when I first got into law school to be a good student. So, I had to have people there to support me, like doing those simplest things sometimes yeah. until I got sufficient enough to, you know, carry myself and, and you know, be self-sufficient and, and do things. So, yeah. Shout, shout out to those women, right? Yeah, yeah. Big shout with, out. Big shout out. Especially, to the especially with us, um, you know, celebrating on Women's Month. Right? Yeah, so. definitely, man. And, um, you know, there's, you know, a few other people like, uh, you know, just, man, at peer-to-peer mentorship and, and um you know, having people there, like going back to what we're saying, like, you know, to help you pick you up when you're going through failures. Like I was almost got kicked out of law school. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my dad was sick and I couldn't really concentrate on my classes like that. And I let my grades slip. And it was through the one of the my most, most lowest points. It was people just like stopping by and just like giving me just like a little gems, little nugget here and there to help me keep going. You know, it's, yeah, Gilbert, man, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, about starting your um your own um firm, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I I remember the times when you were where you were in Tampa, 
I oh. remember you were in Tampa, oh, man, and Lord. sharing that experience. And uh, fast forward to now, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's another thing with staying empowered, right? I um, I really like to push just entrepreneurship, just um, starting your own business, um, just how important it is for us. And as an attorney to have his own law firm, like, um, can you kind of just expound, like share share a little um, bit? You know, that one I, I'll actually, you know, share. Uh, man, so I did not want to have, I did not want to go work for anyone else, you know, coming up. My, I let my dad, at that point in time, he, he, I let him, I let him, convinced me to go work for someone and uh you know i was looking for work and then i ended up becoming a public defender up in tampa Mm -hmm. um and then you know i was just coming off of failing the test the first time so i went a whole year without working just well not a year whatever the time frame is between test to test um and you know i just needed to find some type of work um and i started off at the public defender's office and I was driving from Orlando to Tampa. I had to wake up at four o'clock to get to work by seven o'clock. Right, like this, this I was doing that every day. And I don't know if, if you're familiar with driving with Tampa, but that traffic is insane, especially coming home after five o'clock. You know, getting catching that five o'clock traffic. And I did not want to be a public defender, so I stayed there for about th- uh, three months. And I was. I used to call my mom in the morning, like, hey, I don't want to do this bleep. You know, I want to, I, I was <laughs> complaining like a big baby. Yeah. I did not want to be there. I remember uh, you sharing that those days with me, man. And, you know, I started to just uh, give it a bit more of a chance, even though that's not, I know that's not what I wanted to do, but I was like, I'm just going to give us a chance to get, get some trial experience and then maybe I could try a case or two and then I'll be better prepared for litigation, you know, when I get out. Uh so I probably think like I moved to the mental health uh, division and I'm doing Baker acts and I'm with uh, my supervisor at that time. And he thought he was such a philosopher that if you he's, he kicks his feet up on his desk and he is thinking of the email. And as he's talking, he's supposed to type what he's saying. And he made a mistake. And I was trying to get his attention and say, you're not making any sense in your email. He looks at me and says, shut up and type. So I already don't want to be there. I got this old white guy. I'm a young black man. And this old white guy is telling me to shut up and type. I'm like, man, I didn't go to school to let somebody tell me shut up and type. (laughs) Who the hell do you think you are? And so, you know, one of the good things that my dad taught me is to kind of hold your composure. I don't always Mm -hmm. do the best job of that. Uh, I'm not going to hide where I'm from. You know, going up in the streets, you talk when someone disrespects you you meet that, you know, with some type of aggression. But, you know, as a professional, I'm learning that I can't do that, you know. Uh, So not to stray too off topic. So right after he told me to shut up and type, I checked out mentally. And I was like, I'm getting out, getting ready to get out of here. Um, I uh, applied for a job um, and um, I ended up getting a position um, with a personal injury firm. Um, in Orlando, which was a bit more closer for me. Um, I was, uh, my friend hooked me up with the teaching position. So that kind of was a, well, no, before I even became a teacher, my, I was working there, worked there for like 72 days. I just picked up as much game as I can. And I said, hey, after these 72 days, it came to my birthday right around this time, uh-huh. four years ago. I was like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Uh, I was getting paid like 42000 He's got me doing one thing. 
just using me for my Creole, mm-hmm. um, my client, you know, talking to people and just filing demand package. I wasn't headed nowhere fast. I didn't see myself there long term. And that's when I was like, you know, you're going to have to leap, you know, like uh, think about like a baby bird. Eventually, you're going to have to jump out that nest, right? Yeah. You're going to fly or you're going to sink and crash. So I was like, I'm going to open up my own firm against everyone's advice. And uh, boom, I did it. And then um, kind of keep myself afloat a little bit. I end up getting a teaching position at Valencia. So I became a college professor and then putting myself out in the community. I think, you know, doing the backpack drive with you, uh, just friends. Uh, giving me, you know, the right people getting in. It's going to sound bad, but the right people getting into an accident at the right time. Like my mm-hmm. first two clients back to peer-to-peer mentorship or just my circle keeping it solid. My first two clients were Western and Luke, two friends. Mm-hmm. And I never looked back since then. You know, had uh-huh. they not gave me that opportunity, I would probably, when who knows when I would have got the ball rolling, yeah. you know? Um, uh-huh. So back to kind of what you're saying, how was it on my own firm? I do everything. I answer all the phones. Um, I follow the paperwork, negotiations, um, client management, marketing, um, client develop, you know, developing further other relationships. Um, I do everything and it has taught me, uh, I guess, you know, Andy was, it's just taught me so much like, uh, about myself and about, uh, you know, just running a business. Um, yeah. I, I did get some business training through helping my parents run their business. And, you know, my dad teaching me how to write checks. I, I do write a lot of checks. Thank God. Mm-hmm. So I'm a personal injury attorney. If you're in the business of personal injury. You're not writing checks. You're not. A, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, um, um, back to something I was saying, like, um, and it's such an interesting thing where, you know, you grow up in the environment that we did um, and, you know, like I said, you know, temper, having a uh, black man in aggression, a black man and, uh, you know, being sometimes we can be a little bit over over emotional or like get a violation. You know, we meet gotcha. it. And, you know, I'm like I said, I have to learn, like, I cannot bring that element. And, you know, I'm trying to polish myself a bit more like. If an adjuster, I need to give my client ten thousand dollars, and adjuster saying we're gonna give you six, you know, that's when you know Southeast Third Avenue comes out of me, and then we got a problem, got you. you know. Yeah. I but it's it's helped me in so many different ways too. That has helped me get, you know, some some uh, um, you know, some good results. But running my own business and being you know personal injury attorney, running my own firm, it's it's a huge responsibility. Um, uh, people going to look, uh, I can't move certain way, you know, a certain way I can't, certain things I can't do anymore. I have to watch how I'm moving. It's challenging. I work every day. I have to better myself. Uh-huh. Uh, I have to seek new knowledge because I, the business grows as I grow. And if I stay stagnant, it's, it's not going to grow. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, Thanks. definitely. Um, Thanks. um, I will say, uh, I actually, um, told myself this thing, um, where, you know, I think people get caught up, uh, like in running a business, people go, I need to have a website, I need to do this, I need to have all the flashy things. Um, but I didn't choose to do that. I still don't have a website now, as crazy as that may sound, but I'm doing I'm doing so well because I, I'm more of a grassroots person. I'm mm. in the community. 
my relationships with people are what keeps me going. Uh, you know, me being me, I, you know, I am the business. Now, you know, as I continue to grow, I have to add those things, um, um, you know, to gain a little bit more legitimacy. But um, running the business is just, you know, man, it's changed me so much and then exposed some things in me that I need to change and some things that I see like I'm in the perfect role, role like who I am as a person, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, Gotcha, man. I even, uh, I probably said it's the last thing, like uh, I was at playing, we had plans for us to meet up today and I'm packing up my bags the night before, 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call for a car accident in South Florida and I'm on mm-hmm. my way to South Florida, you know, so it's just things like that. What are the chances of me just getting a phone call the day before I go for another opportunity gotcha. to keep my business going? Yeah, know? it's great, man. Um, even just sharing, like, um, uh, just as someone, you know, I I'll say uh, we speak about peer to peer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, this is a, a good friend of mine, um, uh, McKinson. He he has a, a saying where he says, um, "The one with the least resources um, is the most creative." Man, I'm um, and and that that hits so, so many levels, man. Like so many levels. Like eventually, you know, you'll have you'll work your way up to having those resources. Yeah. But don't deny yourself when you don't have resources. No, you gotta you know? be able to guess another. You gotta be able to. You gotta hit the streets. You gotta not be afraid to put yourself out there. I didn't have any of those things, um, and you know, I'm still seeing success. So, you know, as I continue to add, if the trend continues when I do add those things that I'm missing per se, uh, then, you know, I should see more success, you know, overall. So, you know, don't let what you don't have stop you from trying to get what you're trying to do. Period. Facts, man. Facts. Yeah. The segue to the last segment, um, as we, um, kind of just have a conversation, right. About mentorship. Right. Mm -hmm. And I want to leave you with this. Like what, what advice <clears throat> would you give someone seeking a mentor, like someone who's seeking a mentor, especially after listening to this, right? Someone who who didn't really think about mentorship, but now that you know we planted that seed, right? And what, so, what advice would you give? Not everyone in the position that's uh, not everyone uh, who is in a place that you want to be in is going to be genuine enough to give you that mentorship that you're looking for. Um, so you're looking for a mentor, you have to find someone and that's the greatest, it's one of the greatest acts of service to be a mentor because you have to pour into someone else with no expectations of getting anything back for you. You're saying no personal gain. It's powerful. Man. Um, yeah. And not everyone, like I bumped into people who were, you know, extremely rude, um, you know, positions of power and you're thinking, you know, once you get here, you're gonna, gonna, gonna bump, you're going to bump into a great or a nice person, and then you get there, and that person is a complete jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, and then some mentors are temporary to you. Like I was saying earlier, you may only get them for a short uh, occasion or short season in your life. Um, but in looking for a mentor, you have to find someone that's willing to invest in you with no expectations of getting anything back. Um, and then you have to remain yourself. I think, like, um, you got to know that you're never going to be your mentor. Like you got to put your own twist on it. And I think as I was growing, you know, as I was, when I was a bit younger, um, I was a, a lot more impressionable and, you know, I would 
pick up certain uh, traits from my mentor, from my different mentors at various stages. And, you know, I would try to be like them. Uh, but, you know, as I got older and gained more confidence in myself and, you know, what I have to offer and I've got my own identity, uh, you know, I'm able to pick up whatever I want from them and then add my own twist and still, you know, be myself and, you know, be as authentic as I possibly could be. Um, so I think, so finding someone that is willing to invest in you with no ulterior motives, mm. uh, you know, being yourself when you're picking up whatever you're trying to pick up from that person. Um, I'm trying to see what else you should look for in a mentor. Uh, you don't necessarily have to find someone that looks like you. You know, it could be someone that has from a completely different um, mm-hmm. um walk of life from you because I remember uh, you know going up from the neighborhood that we're from we are taught to you know be skeptical of people or you know yeah. not, might not be we, before we get into a new setting we might be a little bit quiet be more quiet and reserved and as we get to know the people and then we can show our little our personalities a little bit more of our personalities yeah. uh, so there was this white guy uh, I'll call his name is Attorney Meaning up in Tallahassee he was a lobbyist, and he's a country boy. I'm from the city. Yeah, I'm Asian. He's a white white guy. Two completely different walks of life, but you know, I he came up to me. He's like, "Bro, you too much of an you're too much of in a shell. You need to let your personality out. You know, pump your chest out a little bit more. Let be more you. Step out of your comfort yeah. zone. Yeah, and then so you know that was a, he was a mentor in that sense. You know, for that I was at the state capitol for that session, and I would bump into him and. You know, towards the end, my confidence level started to pick up more. And, you know, I, I attributed to be uh, being a salesman or learning how to be a salesman from that guy because that's what he was. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, now, you know, what you're seeing uh, in me now is a little bit from what I picked up from him. Um, so That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, you don't, a person might not necessarily look like you all the time. Um, and then, most important thing, you know, uh, you know, I know not everyone is uh, spiritual or, you know, religious per se, but just pray on the person. Pray for someone uh, to find someone that, you know, mm-hmm. is going to help you get to where, you know, want to be. And then for you to be able to discern, you know, is this person um, the right fit for you? Gotcha. And then, yeah. Gotcha. Man, that's that's powerful, man. That's that's like I said, it's um, it's been a pleasure, man, having you on here. And, you know, just to to have people hear your story, man, on um, just how mentorship has played a role in your life. And um, this last segment is called You Have the Floor. Um, <laughs> you Have the Floor is just basically a segment um, where, you know, just share and share whatever you want um, uh, for the listeners, uh, what's on your mind. Um, it's just anything, man, as, as we get ready to close. Oh, man, I'm trying to see. Um if I have one thing to share with everybody, I would say um, stay focused on what you are trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. I, and I mean that with, with all my sincerity. Uh, I probably like think like two weeks ago or a week ago, uh, you know, I had finally accomplished the goal that I had set out for myself. Um, uh, if you truly know me, um, then you know as soon as I got into law school, I said I was going to open up my own firm. I was going to be doing my own thing. Um, and, you know, I, 
I was told, told people I was going to be successful. I told people I was going to settle big cases and I'm doing it. And, uh, the other day I finally crossed, uh, I accomplished a goal that I was looking to accomplish and, um, driving in the car and, um, I actually started to cry and, um, it wasn't necessarily like a, like a sad or uh, like boohoo crying or anything, but you know, tears, tears real tears start coming down my Tears of joy, man. Ah, it was, tears. it was like, I want to say it was tears of joy, but it was tears of like, there's so many people that I would love to have shared that moment with and mm. call them and tell them that, hey, you know, this is where, this is where I'm at. And like, you know, thank you so much. But, you know, as you're going through your journey, you know, there's going to be people that are not going to make it with you to mm-hmm. where you're going. And, you know, that sometimes it for, you know, depending on the circumstances is going to hurt more than others. And, you know, you, as I was sitting there crying, I was thinking about all the people and like, not through death, sometimes through circumstance, you know, we're, yeah. not, we're just not talking anymore. And, you know, I can only imagine if I would have gave up, you know, all those lessons and all those interactions and, you know, the purpose of meeting that person, you know, would have gone away. So I would say if I want to leave something with someone, uh, with everyone, you know, wherever you're headed to, you know, some of the people that you love the most, on, you know, they're not going to make it there with you and, you know, keep going. Um, you know, you got to keep going. And, you know, if that person is not there with you, you know, keep those lessons and, you know, hold your promise and keep doing the best for you. That's the way you can show respect and, you know, honor that relationship or whatever the situation may be. However, that information fits you, you know, keep going and um, strive to be your best and no one's perfect. Take your time. Don't compare yourself to anybody. Um, You got your own lane, your own journey. Um, Enjoy yourself. Um, And, you know, like I said, just stay focused on your mission. Um, And, you know, don't let anyone deter you or take you down from what you're trying to do. You know, like finish the mission, whatever it is that you set out to do, do it. And don't be afraid to put your money up behind whatever you believe in. You believe in yourself, you're trying to do something, put your money where your mouth is, go for it, you know. That's awesome, man. Awesome, man. Hope the listeners um, definitely took that in. I know I, I did. Um, I definitely could relate to that, you know, as, as we close. Um, just want to just thank you, Gilbert, man, for coming on this episode, man, and um, sharing your knowledge, sharing your experience. Um, and for our listeners, I appreciate you all for tuning in. Um, continue to stay tuned to to our podcast. Um, uh, definitely. Before we go, you get into an auto accident. Slip and fall. Know <laughs> anyone that's up with a wrongful death? Always, as always, feel free to give me a call or give us a call at the law office of Gilbert J. Rent, 561 The greatest compliment that I could receive is a referral from friends and family. Thank you so much. We out. Y'all enjoy. <laughs>